Welcome to the Wisdom School, a podcast by the Perennial Leader Project. Here you'll find selected readings from ancient texts, clips from the In Search of Wisdom podcast, and meditations on the art of living. To learn more and subscribe to our daily newsletter, visit perennial.substack.com. A question I typically open with is something along the lines of, you know, how did you discern your path early in life? If you could take yourself back there, you know, how do you think about that of some of the forks in the road that you might have encountered as a young person? How were you discerning and making some of those decisions back then? Yeah, no forks. I can, (laughs) I was a knife, not a fork. Uh, I highly recommend being a knife, not a fork, no matter what it is. For me, it was music. At the age of 15, I wanted to be a great guitarist. Uh, specifically at the age of 15, I think I just wanted to be a great heavy metal guitarist. But by 16, it had expanded into, I just wanted to be a great, successful musician by my own definition. I don't mean successful with money. I just mean, really, I just I wanted to be great. I wanted to be a great musician making my full-time living playing music. And that narrow focus stayed with me from the age of 15 until 29. And I am so thankful for that that I think I can wholeheartedly prescribe it to everyone to focus on something, anything, whether you want to be a great juggler or uh, AI programmer or... Uh, I don't know, mountain climber, whatever it may be, if you've got one thing that you're focused on, it helps you filter out that noise when the world has a ton of money and resources behind bombarding you with distractions and trying as hard as they can to pull you off of your path into something that benefits them. You know, no, no, no. Come look at our new software. This is what you need. You need the newest phone. No, no, no. Come over here. This is what you need. You need to give me some money because I'm doing this thing that is so exciting. The whole world is trying so hard to pull you off a path. And it's the best thing a person can do to a point to have one monomaniacal laser focused path. No forks in the road, just the knife. Um. So that was my path from 14 to 29. And then at 29, it wasn't so much as a a fork as a, hmm, the path just turned. 29 is when I started my company, uh, CD Baby. And it's, I was, I created it to sell my own music, but then all these other musicians said, hey, can you sell my music? So suddenly for the next 10 years, I was monomaniacally focused on helping musicians sell their music. So then all the way from the age of 29 to 38, all I did was that one thing. So age 38 was the first time in my life that I wasn't hyper-focused on one thing, that I finally lifted up my head and said, oh, all right, world, what what you got? What else is going on? So that's kind of what I meant, where all of these possible futures opened up. It's so interesting to me, this maybe a mindset or i don't i don't know maybe you could help me what you would call it but this feeling of of having enough 
like I've heard you mention and and read about the you know the proceeds that you get from books goes to charity you know you 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 feel like you have enough which is another connected with the heraclitus like another ancient idea like supposedly at the um you know inscribed at the temple of apollo it was like nothing to excess you know right below that know thyself inscription nothing to excess but you're, it seems like you're living that. Like, how did you come to this feeling of actually, I, I have enough? I honestly think any clear thinking person would come to the same conclusion, which is, uh, as economists would put it, the, the marginal value of more money, right? So the usual metaphor is, uh, a thirsty man, a man dying of thirst, crawling through the desert. How much is that first glass of water worth to him? It's worth everything. It's worth his life. How much is the second glass worth? Uh, something close to as much. How about the third glass? Maybe a third as much. And eventually, once you get to the 20th glass of water, well, how much is the 21st glass of water worth to him? Not very much because he's full. He's had 20 glasses of water. He's all right. And so how hard would he work for that 21st glass of water? So that's how I felt about money after I sold my company is, um, I mean, I gave most of it away anyway. Um, I had some pre-sale profits, but all the profits from the company sale, I, I gave it all to charity because of this choice of realizing what the hell would I do with $22 million dollars? That's, I'd have to be stupid to spend that money. Meanwhile, people are starving. People are in desperate need. They could use it more than I can. So I'm going to give everything to them because for them, it's the first glass of water. For me, it's the 101st, right? <laughs> um, so it just makes more sense if you've got a glass of water and it's going to be your 100th glass of water. It makes just logical sense to give it to somebody that's dying of thirst, right? Thank you for listening to this clip from the In Search of Wisdom podcast. I hope you found something useful for daily life. Listen to new episodes of In Search of Wisdom every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. For those interested in more tools for the art of living, consider subscribing to Perennial Meditations on Substack. Until next time, be wise and be well.